You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to another show of Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so delighted that you are here with me today. I have got a great show. I am so excited about this show because I've got Sandra Ann Taylor back finally after all of these years. We haven't talked in so many years, but she was always on my show like 15 years ago. So let me read her bio because she is so impressive. Sandra Ann Taylor is the author of the New York Times bestseller, Quantum Success, which is receiving worldwide acclaim for its uniquely practical approach to personal attraction and achievement. Her first book, Secrets of Attraction, back in 2001, and the audio seminar, Act to Attract, apply the universal laws to romance. And then her third book, Secrets of Success, Wow. She unveils the power of quantum psychology, connecting the mind to manifestation. She's uh, an inspiring international speaker. Uh, And she has been teaching the scientific principles of thought, energy, and consciousness for over 25 years. And her books are available in 20 different languages and a dozen of countries around the globe. She is also a Hay House author. And um, you're going to love, love, love this show. I can promise you this. Because we're going to be talking about this most incredible new product she has. It is the Energy of Spirit Oracle Cards. And it is just incredible how accurate these are. And, you know, it makes sense because she's psychic, too. So we're going to uh, get into how she all made all of these cards so perfectly. I, I really I've had cards throughout my life, but I don't think I've ever had something as easy to read. And she even tells you the quite the kind of questions to ask so that the universe is picking up a generality so it can manifest and that you will understand. It's like you're not asking yes and no questions. You're just asking for subject matter and you're letting the universe talk to you. And these cards do it. I got to tell you, I was so impressed. I can't believe it. I love them. I love them. So anyway, let's take a fast commercial break. And then we're going to be right back with Sandra Ann Taylor. (music) 
It's here. It's hot. And it's a must read. It's the science behind the Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. Many of us feel like our lives lack something. What if we could be reminded of an innate gift that lies dormant within all of us? Yamin Lee's new spellbinding memoir, Whole Body Prayer, The Life-Changing Power of Self-Healing, takes us on a spiritual journey which reveals an important message. What we are searching for has been waiting for us all along, right inside our own bodies. This is a true story of a master healer. Order Whole Body Prayer, the life-changing power of self-healing on Amazon or visit www.myholebodyprayer.com. Well, welcome, Sandra and Taylor, it's been so long and you look so fantastic. I am so thrilled to have you back on the show after all these years. <laughs> oh, it's been so long and I'm so thrilled to be on the show. Oh. We were doing video way back 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, I know. And everything's changed. So now yes, we're... it sure has. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's actually easier. But I want to talk about your cards. I want everybody to see them. I don't. There we go. Energy and spirit oracle cards that you just created. Now, I know you're psychic, but how did you go from book to all your fantastic books? How did you go to the cards? What made you decide to do that? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, and then when we first talked, um, it was about the time of my second book, Quantum uh, Success. Right. And I really believe in the 
energy of the world. And, and, you know, really all of my books, I want to talk about how your personal energy changes how the universe responds to you. And so that's what, and, you know, I talked about the different laws of attraction in terms of your relationships in my first book, Secrets of Attraction, way back in the dark ages. <laughs> and, you know, all through my books, I talk about the different energies that we can focus on, the energies of purpose and choice and um, the our personal consciousness, our life force energy. See, one of the things, one of the many things that people got wrong after this, the secret came out was that all you have to do is think about what you want and yes. it happens, but they don't realize, um, and people are starting to realize that it's your whole life force energy, not just the thoughts or not just your vision board. You can't be criticizing yourself all day long and then visualizing and thinking about what you want and expect to get it in the, re in the package you want. You might get the love, but if you're criticizing yourself, chances are very likely that you'll get a critical lover. Uh, uh, yeah. Right? Because the universe responds to the life force energy that we put out. Okay? Wow. So um, it's important to really know, what am I conscious of? What am I thinking of? What am I believing in? What am I saying to myself? and um, develop a really high intention of having um, a, a very optimistic outlook on life and a very self-loving view of yourself and, and talk, self-dialogue, the self-loving dialogue. And that way the universe can respond to the various things that you're putting out there in your boards and stuff like that, because the universe honors the honoring energy. And if you honor yourself, the universe will honor you back. So I went through the many, many books, I, I don't even recall how many at this point, um, talking about different things, um, you know, different things to focus on, uh, different uh, personal agendas that you need to have, like erasing your childhood drama that was part of my secrets of success. And I wrote a book called Your Quantum Breakthrough Code, where you actually do a, a position where you release and then you program. And I've gotten emails from all over the world, people who were able to get over addictions and, um, and phobias and all sorts of things using this very easy technique. So wow. um, all through that. Uh, yeah. And, and I really love hearing from people when they, whatever they read or whatever they do in terms of the cards. And all through that time, I've been doing readings for people. And I realized that as I was writing these books that I was picking up on their, I was doing energy readings. And so the first card deck I did, I thought I want to tell, use the pictures that I see when I'm doing a reading for someone else. You know, if I see a door opening up and it's got a coin on it, that's a new beginning with how you make your money. And so I thought, I'm going to put a deck together. And that led to my first deck, the Energy Oracle Cards. And I've done several since then, um, uh, focusing on different things. And then I really started connecting, and I have my whole life loved connecting with spirit. But I saw how much 
spirit is a vital and vibrant force of energy in the universe. And we need to open up that that pipeline to spiritual energy and the energy of the angels, the energy of the ascended masters, the guides, our personal guides, all of the the, uh, spirit that we can connect with. And that absolutely um, can shift our energy. So after doing about three or four other decks, which I love, and several of them were about energy, I thought, you know what, I want to do an energy and spirit oracle. And that's what led to this. Because people don't connect with spirit in a very regular way. They think it's it's kind of very fairy or, you know, new age, la la, wah wah, (laughs) woo woo, whatever. And, but it's actually a dynamic force. And I just, you know, I have this one I have experiences all the time. I ask spirit to help me write my books and my cards. I ask spirit to go with the cards when people buy them so that they can, um, you know, kind of order them in the reading and make it accurate. You mentioned that you. Yes. And that's what I want to say, because never I've done all kinds of cards, right? I was shocked that my very first time I did it, it was specific that I'm going, holy cow. I couldn't believe it. And then I did it a second time, even before here, before I we got on the air. And I'm going, these cards are the best thing. And it's like they're already in my head talking yeah. to me, you know? So it, it's really an incredible. These cards are the best. And oh. it, it's just so accurate, accurate. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. But I mean, I'm delighted, shocked. <laughs> That's just what I wanted. So I, I, this, these cards are really the ticket for people. But you also said, you know, you've got to get into this uh, frame of mind before doing it. You do. You kind of have to make it a lifestyle. But, you know, you have to meditate. You don't have to meditate like 20 minutes, 40 minutes every day, but you have to meditate and you have to talk to spirit. I have the picture, pictures of the angels. I have pictures of my spirit family. Mm. I have pictures all over my house, statues. And when I walk by, I say, oh, how you doing? You know, <laughs> uh, dad and mom and, and the angels. And it, they, when you develop this kind of relationship, and that's really what, what drove me to, to doing the energy and spirit, because they can help you. They, they, has, they have helped me in all my writing. They've helped me in my career, in my adoption, in my marriage. In fact, just recently, I am now in the process of writing um, a new deck on past lives. And it's uh, wow. not going for two years, honey. <laughs> so, oh, wow. But that is going to be fascinating. I am very excited about it. But I, the reason I want to tell this story is that I was writing and I and I had 43 cards and I wanted 44. And I couldn't think I wanted to I was just going through the logic of what else can I fit in? What else can I fit in? And I was racking my brain and even started pacing thinking that would help me. And then I went, oh, Sandy, you know, the old, you could have had a VA, you could have talked (laughs) to spirit about this. And I went, okay, just stop, 
take a deep breath, sit down and ask what spirit wants to use as the last card in this past life deck. So I did. After worrying and working it through my mind for about 45 minutes, I sat down, took a deep breath and just asked spirit. I don't even, sometimes I specify like, oh, this is for Raphael, this is for Gabriel. A lot of times I just say anyone who wants to help because they all want to help. Yeah, right. Anyway, so I said, okay, what do you want this last card to be? And I would have never come up with this myself. And I heard, immediately heard, and succinctly heard life between lives. What happens between your incarnations? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I went, oh, thank you. That's perfect. That's card 44. I am ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and it was such an eloquent and elegant answer and it fit perfectly and it needs to be addressed and I would never have come up with that and that's why I wanted to this deck to really introduce a lot of people to a lot of different spirits and have them become a part of their lives and so they can think at a time you know I'm deciding which university to go to spirit give me a sign, give me an answer, you know, tell me what to do. And you can pull the cards, but you can also develop this relationship where you can just sit there and receive. But the, the artwork of these cars, oh, I, mean, I just gotta show this. Oh, Is that not adorable? Yeah, that's oh, the shamanic healer. And uh, he brings healing and cleansing to all sorts of both physical and emotional and, and um, personal uh, issues. Yeah, the, I, I love, love the artist, the artist who did this deck. Um, these is, these cards are beautiful. So oh. it's not like it's dry, you know, you pull them up and you're going, wow, that is really nice. And you actually look at the picture before you read what it is, because it's so attractive. It's just the, these cards are beautiful. Oh, thank you. And sometimes that's all you need is to look at the picture. Just oh, yeah, you're right. Get the picture, even just touching the card and you get the answer. That's that intuitive pipeline of energy that you develop when, and, you know, sometimes I'll put a, a pic, a pic, a picture uh, and put it next to my bed if I want inspiration. There's this one that I have here just by um, I, by my desk, and it's kind of it's the Archangel Raziel, who's the angel of antiquities and inspiration, wisdom, and even the Akashic records. And I, sometimes when I need inspiration, when I need to open the records quickly. I just put her picture by my bed and I'll have all these dreams and I keep a notebook. Everybody watching this, keep a notebook by your bed, but you can keep these pictures too. And, and yeah, you, you know, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I love it. But you know, with it comes this book, I'm yeah. trying to get the lighting. Um, and it actually tells you like a seven card cross and or three car spread. I mean, all these things. And then it tells you, well, there's your past life guides. Um, it tells you the information in, about the card, you uh -huh. know, what you're supposed to be getting from it. But like you said, you really know the answer yeah, by just reading the card just by flopping it up you're going oh yeah oh uh -huh. yeah this is right on i was 
I was shocked. I, I was having so much fun with it. Oh, I got all my answers. <laughs> it was really good. I highly recommend this. Now, where can people get this? Oh, it's um, available all over the place. But if they want to go to energyandspiritoracle.com, I think it's just energy. I don't think it's the energy. I think it's just energyandspiritoracle.com. We're having a big giveaway. There are three meditations and um, several uh, a seminar and on the Akashic Records downloadable, all these downloadable gifts, artwork that you can download for your um, your screensaver. And oh, wow. also um, there's a, a drawing for a free reading from me and um, a free piece of art of your choice from this deck from the artist. So go to energyandspiritoracle.com and all the, all the places where you need to get it is there and um, all the drop prizes are there. And tell that, the that is so wonderful. Now, can you give us a, a little bit of background on you? Like, when did you know that you were special? <laughs> well, in my book, everyone is special. But when I knew I was psychic, I was in high school. I'm a twin. And yes, my sister I and I could read each other all the time. We thought everybody did. And it was when we were in high school, we found out that people didn't read their their siblings. <laughs> people just, you know, but we did all the time. So many, I could tell you so many stories that happened when we were young. And uh, so I realized, okay, well, that's something that's special. And uh, my sister, Sharon Klingler, um, started reading the uh, Rider Waite Tarot in high school. I picked it up later in college. And so I, and I really, you know, did these readings and it kind of spooked me, but it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, so that's when I actually started doing readings. Um, wow. And I feel like anyone can read. I feel like anyone can be psychic if they set their mind to it and get out of their way. You know, don't be logical. Don't be left brain. Stay in your right brain and trust what you receive. So you just got to let go and, and focus in on the first thoughts that you get. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are all sorts of things that you can do to um, receive information in terms, you can do read card readings, you can meditate, you can, uh, one of the things I do when I have a specific question is before bed on the top of a blank page, I'll write, um, I sleep peacefully through the night and I receive information or guidance, whatever you want to say, in a way I can remember and understand. And then the page is blank. And it might take a couple days of that, but before long, you're jotting down things. And it might not make sense right away, but you're, you're writing down, oh, a fly, I had a dream of a flying eagle. And then the next day, and it fits together like a jigsaw puzzle. And the answer and the information is there. That's such a great idea. Now, I always knew that you should, first thing in the morning, you should write down your dreams so that you can remember them and they'll make sense. But if you do it right before bed, you're already getting relaxed. Yeah, and you're creating the intention. You're, you're setting an intention. 
that, you know, I'm going to sleep peacefully through the night. I had a client once I had, um, I was in a private psychological practice for about 20 some years. And I had a client come to me that had nightmares every night for four years, four years. And I told her to use the sentence, I sleep peacefully and comfortably through the night. And I wake up refreshed in the morning, looking forward to the day. It took her four days of writing that and the nightmare stopped. Wow. An intention. And here's the thing. This is also true for your law of attraction people. When you create an intention at night, it moves more deeply into the energetic realm. So if you visualize your outcome, if you, you know, just not desperately, no desperation, because that pushes you into the, the law of paradoxical intent, which you may not remember since it's been 10 or 15 years since we talked, but <laughs> The law of paradoxical intent says the more desperate you are to achieve a certain outcome, the more your desperate, needy energy will push it away. And so you just want to, as you're falling asleep, visualize your goal, put it in a beautiful light-filled screen and just send it off to the energetic realm. I often ask the angels to take my intentions and my goals to the energetic realm where I know they're working on it. You know, those are great ideas. Do you have any more? Because I know people are like lapping it up. It's like more and more. Give me more. Well, I I am in the process of writing an article for you. And yes, I, I in know. that article, I talk about doing your attraction intention. And it's anything, any specific thing you want. And you write at the top of the page, I'm attracting the ideal, whatever, position, job, partner, whatever. And you just do one at a time. And then down the page, you list all the things that you want. I'm attracting the ideal partner who is um, loving, stable, communicative, fully available, completely willing to commit all the stuff that you want. And then at night, just before just once or twice a week, so you don't get into that paradoxical intent, you read your um, attraction intention. And you ask the and you think about it as you're falling asleep, and you visualize yourself handing it over to all the spirits in the deck and all your own family spirit, and say, take this to the energetic realm. And what happens is, um, the spirit works on it, but also your intention with all those specific choices vibrates in the energetic realm. And then the person or solution that has the same vibration is brought to you in energetic, energetic vibration. Okay. That's called entrainment in quantum physics, matching resonant energy. Okay. Then what happens is once you've met in the energetic realm, that person or solution comes to you in real time and space. Wow. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is great information. So uh, yeah. we just have, <laughs> yeah, and it works. And this is exactly what we need to um, uh, hear right now. And I mentioned that before. What, how do we, as law of attraction people and all the many, many listeners, how do we put our heads together and create a, a wonderful new world? Well, we need to, to um, have the intention to align our energy with a higher resonance. Okay. okay. Um, 
there's, there's something called morphogenetic fields. Uh, and that's where fields of change and beginning, morphogenetic, how life begins, how life changes, okay? Um, so it, there's a field of hate, there's yeah. a field of love, and we don't realize it, but every time we look in the mirror and go, oh my God, I've got to lose weight, or oh, I hate my hair today, or you know, whatever you're hating about yourself, that feeds the field of hate. And if enough people feed the field of hate, that expands. And then the energy reaches down and people who are just on the fence of deciding whether to love or hate will be influenced by that. Same with the field of love. If we can love ourselves and affirm ourselves and, and um, also put out our intentions to help and encourage others, create a lot of love in our lives, then that feeds the field of love, which expands, and that will reach down and touch the hearts of the people who are on the fence, not knowing which way to go. So wow. that, is, that is, it's our personal, people don't realize that they influence the universe by their personal perception of themselves and their lives. If they hate their lives, they hate themselves, they're going to, you know, expand the hate in the universe. So we need to love ourselves, love ourselves through every difficult time and love ourselves through all the joyous times. So many people have predicted a downturn in the economy. How do we straighten it out for us? I well, mean, because we don't want to, we don't want to attract that to us, we but, don't. We, but we kind of have to acknowledge it so that we know that we're not going to attract it to us. Right, right. And also we have to understand, and this was in, um, I put this in one of my decks. Let me think. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, my quantum oracle had suits and, um, in one of the suits was the cycle suit. And what we really need to understand, and this is another misunderstanding um, from the secret that anything that goes wrong, it's my fault and I've done it and you know I should blame myself. No, there are cycles in life, cycles in nature, cycles in our personal life, cycles in the economy. And if there's a decrease or a downturn in the economy, we have to understand, okay, what do I do in this cycle? Well, I save up a little more. I, I plan to do this with you know my money or this with my time or whatever. Um, we actually try to understand the cycle we're in and then use it to our advantage. And then when we move out into the cycle from cycle of decrease to increase, then we have you know kind of padded ourselves and really understood what we needed to do. So number one is understanding, first of all, that it could just be a cycle and all cycles are temporary. No cycle is permanent. So we need to know that. Number two, uh, know what we can do for ourselves. And if it, if it means reining in the spending a little bit and saving up a little more, whatever it may mean for you, then go ahead and do that. And number three, don't put fear into it. Let yourself say, trust, I trust myself. I trust that I am completely resourceful and capable to move through this cycle and get onto the other side of it. If we feed fear, then that will feed the fear that the economy is going and then everyone's going to go crazy and, you know, 
which is what is happening with the stock market right now. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you know, we can ride it out or whatever, but um, we don't want to feed fear about the cycle. We want to understand what we're in and take our take our make our choices uh, based on that. I think what you said, it's a cycle. It's not going to last forever. It's not. And we're going to get through it. Absolutely. It's just we have got to stop being so nervous about it and just let go. And what's whatever happens is going to turn out to be the best thing, I would have to say, right? Absolutely. And that that's where our self-trust comes in. However, it turns out, I trust myself. And a lot of people don't live with self-trust. And they think, I'm not going to be able to handle it. I'm not going to be able to ride this out. So you have to really do some affirmations, um, some you know, intentions to, uh, you know, I'm changing my belief. I know I'm capable. I know I'm resourceful. I trust myself to handle whatever happens here. Yeah. And it's going to be okay. It's going it to be okay. Gonna, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. all cycles, all cycles go around and, and the increase will return. The abundance will return. New beginnings will return. So this may be a cycle of decrease and maybe an ending of for some people, but we have to trust ourselves and our spirit, our mm -hmm. eternal spirit. And if this is where really connecting with spirit makes you feel so much more comfortable, because sometimes we think, ah, I got to trust myself, you know, like I'm just one person in this, the, the, the cog of this huge. Yeah, exactly. Here. So, but when we know we're really connected with spirit, we know that they'll give us a hand anytime we call on them. And that's what you could feel your connection when you meditate, because all of a sudden you'll start feeling safe and secure yep. in that meditation. And that's when, you know, the yeah. spirit and energy is surrounding you. It's mm -hmm. because it's always a feel good moment. It is. It is. And that should drive people to meditate. Sometimes people just say they don't have enough time. I don't care if you only have two or three minutes. Just at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, stop, meditate, drop your consciousness into your heart. Don't stay in your head. Drop your consciousness into your heart and just call on spirit and feel the peace there. That's the seat of the soul. The heart is the seat of the soul. And then everybody should do the cards. <laughs> because if, if you're nervous, I, I got to tell you, it's not going to tell you anything bad. But you also, you talk about uh, not getting so direct with the question of being a little bit more open. You, do you know what I'm saying? I yeah, can't. Because because sometimes if you're too like, you know, um, like, will he marry me? Will he, you know, what happens is you, um, you don't realize that you're asking a question that's an absolute, and it's an energetic response. Brian. You see what I'm saying? So in the energy that he's in now, he might not be in that energy. And uh, the response to the question might come up, well, there are no really no answer, no, no uh, negatives in this, but it might come up like the, the um, letting go 
you know, letting go card. Uh, but it, it actually could mean let go of the obsession. Yeah, exactly. You specific. It, you, in, instead of phrasing it that way, you could phrase it, tell me about my relationship with so-and-so. Tell me, exactly. tell me information about my relationship with so-and-so. And then you can, you know, you'll pull some cards and it'll tell you what's happening. Yeah, I, I've been focusing on should I be relocating to another area or should I be staying here? And it, it was amazing because it came up uh, something about location. And I'm just going, whoa, you know, <laughs> whoa, that was the first time I used it. But it's been a, a question, a heavy question in my mind. I want to get some answers. It it really was so effective and it puts you into a different mindset. It doesn't. It opens your mind to some options. You know, if you might be thinking of relocating um, and you might not know where. You know, do you have some options in your head? There's there's um, a technique that I used to do, and I'm forgetting the name of it. I even taught this in, in one of the card reading courses offered by Hay House. Um, but uh, you put, what you do is you put different things on a little card or a little piece of paper and put them in matching envelopes. So that you have you have stay here, and then you have relocate to whatever state. And if you have more than one place, or more than one city, you put in different, you know, different envelopes. And then you stop, you set them aside, you do one envelope at a time, you touch it, you meditate on it, do some deep breathing. And on the envelope, you write the answer you get. You might get a red light, you might get a green light, you might get feelings of excitement. And then when you're done, you, you set that aside, release the energy and then pull out another envelope and write the response that you get. And then at the end, you open it up and you see what spirit had to tell you of these different places that you did not actually pre-pick in terms of your, you know, I, you didn't have any prejudicial kind of energy there. So it's all about connecting to spirit. Yeah. To get the answers that you need yeah, and they're always they, they love to help us. Tell they me help us. Tell me what is your definition of spirit? Um, spirit is the uh, to me, the energetic beings uh, that live in the universe. And of course, every one of us has a spirit. We are we our higher self is our spirit, our soul, our higher self, that type of thing. Wow. We are a spirit living in a, a body. We're not a physical being that, that also has a spirit. We are a spirit and we are presently living in a physical incarnation. But other than that, your family members, your guides, the ascended masters, the angels, you know, all of the people that, you know, have been around you forever. Some, wow. Some, some spirits have been with us since our divine consciousness. We all go back to divine consciousness. We all go back to the beginning. And, um, and so we all come from the same source. And some spirits have been with us since that time. So tell me then, um, what's life like on the other side? 
I mean, what do you, uh, let's talk about death because it's not a bad thing from what I've heard all these years. Well, actually, I've actually had um, a couple near-death experiences. One of them was pretty extensive. I really did almost die. And I went to the, um, you know, to the other side to, uh, what I was having a bronchial problem. And I was in London at the time. My goodness. Uh, long story. Anyway, um, so I was, you know, having trouble breathing and I, I had taken all my medicine um, and I was going to uh, try to turn on, you know, some hot water and maybe get my lungs under the water so I, you know, can loosen everything up. And uh, there was a mirror across from the bathtub and I could see my, my lips were turning blue. My the end of my fingers were turning blue. And I'm like, I can't breathe. Nothing is working here. And, uh, you know, I kept fighting it, uh, like, you know, I, I can't breathe. And finally, I said, all right, if I'm supposed to, to pass in this bathtub outside of Heathrow Airport, <laughs> then that's what's supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> and so what happened was, as soon as I said, it's okay, I shot out of my crown chakra. I shot out. And... I was on this black field. It was not a tunnel. It was a field. And I looked to my right and my left and there were lights going to, and I was going to a bright light and there were lights going to their bright lights. So I, I even thought to myself, oh, they must be dying too. So I got to this beautiful light, this brilliant light. And there was a man standing there who I happen to now know is my, has been my personal guide for this life and many lifetimes. He came to me in a dream when I was very young and taught me about reincarnation. And, uh, but I hadn't seen him since then. And then he stood on this cliff and we were out on one side of the river. And on the other side of the river was my father who had passed in a car accident, his mother, lots of people I knew that were passed and then other people I didn't know or recognize and animals. People who have animals, yes, your animals wait for you. Isn't that wonderful? Um, yeah. So um, I didn't have um, the sensation that I, I had to do one thing or the other. I had the sensation that I could pick, you know, what, do I want to go on? If I, I knew that if I crossed the river, I would not go back in this incarnation. Um, and so I was talking to my dad in my head. We weren't speaking. And I'd never had a chance to say goodbye to him. And we were very close. And so I said, I want to be with you, dad. And he said, you'll be with me in just the blink of an eye. And I thought in my, you know, limited time ment mentality, oh, well, if I'm just going to die again in next week or something, <laughs> I might as well go now. And he goes, no, 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 no. I'm talking about spirit time, a blink of an eye, you know, it'll be years, decades that you're down there, but it'll just be a blink of an eye and, um, and we can be together then. So I kept debating and I finally, the spirit finally said to me, you have to make a choice. And um, he started to say, 
you know, and I thought, yeah, and this was before I, ha I had started writing my first book, but didn't, it was, I self-published that for 20 years before I got my publisher. I didn't adopt my kids yet. I wasn't married to this husband. I, you know, a lot of things hadn't happened. And so I'd said, yeah, I know I have a lot to, and I didn't even get the do out. And I snapped back into my body's ah. whole heart that water splashed out of the bathtub. And I didn't, I realized, and a lot of people have what is called the li life review. I didn't have that per se. I, you know, where people say yeah. um, they, they, their lives passed in front of their eyes right. and it does. And I've talked to many people and I, I, I had that a little bit of that in the other past, the other near-death experience. Um, and what happens is you see what you've done and your life, not from your own eyes, but from the eyes and the heart of the people you're interacting with. You see your whole life from the other people's oh, eyes. Oh, wow. You were oh, wow. demanding or something like that. And that is a realization and that kind of sets your consciousness for what you're going to karmically choose to do the next time around. But I actually feel I would have had that if I'd have gone over the river, but I didn't. I, I came back to do yeah. things. And yeah. I talk to my dad all the time now. You do. Yeah. And so he comes to you, he comes to your mind. Yes, yes. And and I talk to him even just when I see his picture. And he comes to me in my in my dreams. So does my mother who passed and my grandma, uh, all these wonderful people that I've had great relationships with. So I have um, uh, dreams of my father and my mother. So that would mean that they're trying to communicate. I would think so. Absolutely. Ask them. There's a thing called lucid dreaming. If yeah. you can develop the ability to lucid dream and just say, um, okay, I'm in a dream here. What is it you want to tell me? What do you want me to know? Wow. I'm going to try that tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, really, this is great information. It's exactly what we all need to hear. So I, I'm delighted. I'm absolutely delighted. I tonight you can use the variation of that th that sentence um, on the top of a blank page. I sleep peacefully through the night, and I connect with my parents or with my dad or my mom in a way that I can remember and understand. Wow, I'm going to do that. the The fact that you said to sleep great, have a good sleep has been difficult for me to achieve. So, but I haven't written it out. It's like, okay, you said that for a reason because I needed something to, to do that. And I don't like to take, uh, you know, nighttime pills or anything like that. Yeah, me neither. And I go through bouts of insomnia and a lot of times I even forget to do that myself. But after a while, after like two or three nights, it's like another one, like, okay, Sandy, just you know, write it out. And it creates your intention. A focused intention right before bed is a very powerful energetic tool. Science shows and dream studies have shown that the last thought that we've had just before falling asleep 
is repeated hundreds of times through the night. And also our connection with the energetic realm is much more um, direct when we're asleep because our thoughts and our analytical mind aren't blocking the way. So it's very powerful time to set an intention. I know everybody's going to be doing that tonight. I hope everybody continues to do it. And also in with that, to see peace and love in the world as within you. So just add that little bit as you write it down, peace and love in the world. Yeah, there are a lot of people praying. And when I had my radio show, I did a prayer vortex on um, world peace and bringing peace to the Ukraine. And and even though I'm not doing that regularly, I, I created this vortex. So anyone who wants to throw in a single prayer every day for peace in the Ukraine and in the whole world. And um, you can add that, you can widen that vortex. So, so we just have to think of the vortex or is there a place that we have to go for that? No, no, you just have to intend it. Intend it. Okay. People, People make the energy thing a lot harder than it is. Since everything is in energy, all you have to do is create the intention. So I have heard that the more people that focus in on one meditation together, it makes it twice as powerful, three times oh, as powerful. Yeah, many, many, many times powerful. Yes, okay. if you can, if you have groups together, like two or three or four or five people to doing the same um, intention in their meditation, it does accelerate the, the morphogenetic energy. You see, this is the stuff that we needed to uh, know. And uh, you've got to come back on before. (laughs) We can't make it another 15 years. years. (laughs) We can't make it that long. Actually, I think it was uh, 2007 that we started talking. And yeah, 15 years, about 14, 15 years. So isn't that something? And you're fabulous. I can't thank you enough. This energy that you have. And with the cards and with your books, we've got so much information and it's all about attracting a better life for us. Yeah. That's, That's what it's the all intention. About. And as here's the thing, as we do that in a self-honoring way, we bring honoring to the universe. Good. It expands. So everyone it. go to energyandspiritoracle.com. There's meditations on there where you can share with others and Akashic Record Seminars, everything that you can do. Are you still doing workshops? You were doing workshops uh, back east, weren't you? I was, and I had stopped, of course, because of the COVID. I didn't, but this this summer in June, I'm going to Chicago to speak at Infinity in July, middle July 15th through the 17th. I'm going to Omega uh, to do a thing on the Akashic Records, and then uh, near Lilydale, right outside the gates of Lilydale, is Fellowships of the Spirit. And August fourteenth, uh, I think, I'm doing uh, uh, reincarnation, changing your karma. Lilydale, wow, yeah, yeah, you've been doing that for a long year. Yeah, that yeah. is so terrific. Good for you. I love it. Okay, like, you've got to come back on soon. Okay, I will. I will. It was fun. It was great. Oh, it, it really is. I just I just love having you on. So we're going to do it again. Thank you so much for being with me. And, and on the show tonight, everybody's going to get so much information from you. Thank you. 
Well, thank you, Jules. It's always a pleasure. And I love your energy. You're bringing such wonderful energy to the world. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And to all my wonderful listeners, have a great week. And don't forget to ask the universe for a sign. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.